Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Podcast, where laughter is a main course and humor is always on the menu. So let's get started, and here's your daily dose of funny. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All a man knows is when you got a flat, you need a pump. <laughs> All the studies say that men and women are equally intelligent. I believe that, but I do believe that you women must have figured out a way to use more of your brains because I know that my wife's life is more complicated than mine. I know she has to make more decisions just getting dressed in the morning than I have to face all day. <laughs> women's lives are that complicated. I found this out the first time I went shopping with my new wife for women's shoes. It was a frightening day. I hope I never have to do it again, but I learned a lot. I learned, for example, that women don't just have shoes. Men just have shoes. That's what they're called. They're all called shoes. If it goes at the end of my leg, on my foot, that's a shoe. <laughs> Raise the heel, lower the heel, change the heel, doesn't matter. Still a shoe, still a shoe, always a shoe. Women don't have a single pair of anything called shoes. They have subcategories for even the slightest change in footwear. Women have pumps and clogs and flats and slings and heels and open toed and mules and spikes and flip-flops and strappy sandals and scrunchy boots and stilettos and wedges and T-straps and whatever the heck an espadrille is. <laughs> Men don't know what any of these are. This is a code women use to keep us out of the conversation. A man doesn't know a pump from a flat. All a man knows is when you got a flat, you need a pump. And the colors women know. How do you learn them all? But you do. You know every color ever invented. I bet every woman in here knows what color periwinkle is, yes? Look at them. They're going, duh. There aren't three men in the state know what color periwinkle is. Because we're men, and all we know are the eight colors from the big fat crayon box from first grade. That's all we know. We've lost six of those. We're down to black and brown, we understand. But you women know. Periwinkle, yell it out. What color family is it in? Blue, purple, and it's hard to say because it's in between. And men are looking at you like, how did she know that? How did they know that? How did they, Periwinkle, how did she know that? They covered a lot of stuff at that meeting. 
My wife's shoe catalog, colors I had never heard of before. Aspen, mauve, ecrutope, seabreeze, eggshell, crimson, indigo, khaki beige, honeysuckle, ivory, lavender, sandstone, heather, mist, teal, satin, flax, coral, cream, nugget, pearl, saddle, daisy, black, ebony, charcoal, raven, midnight, parsley, persimmon, pineapple, periwinkle, papaya, peach, purple, pink, poppy, pixie, powder, pewter, peapod, pansy, pumpkin, puce, pomegranate, peppermint, pancake, pumpernickel, champagne, and toast. On the other hand, men's shoes, black and brown. Sadly for men, one choice, too many. Because we got to turn to the wife and go, honey, which one should I wear here? Which one should I wear tonight? Help me out. Come on, this will bust my brain. Same thing with makeup. Fellas, do you understand how complicated a woman's life is because of the existence of makeup? Did you know there's over 4,000 different makeup products in a Walmart alone? Men have two makeup options in this life. Shave, don't shave. <laughs> and women envy that. They wish their lives could be that simple. They wish they could roll out of bed like a man does on a lazy Saturday morning, just look in the mirror and go, oh, heck, I look great. Let's get out of here. Come on, let's go. But most women can't do that. Most men need to have a little understanding. Most women have to get up in the morning, they have to confront the mirror, and they have to start mixing chemicals. And there's a lot of them, so they need to know what they're doing because they've got eyeliner, lip liner, brow liner, lid liner, blush, rouge, foundation, oily creams, non-oily creams, cold cream, wrinkle cream, face cream, hand cream, foot cream, day cream, night cream, cream rinse, mascara, lip shadow, lip gloss, lipstick. Women actually have moisturizer and dehydrator. I'm not kidding, moisturizer and dehydrator. Apparently part of the body is a desert and the other part is a swamp. And it takes a serious land management effort to keep it all in balance. Women's clothing sizes are so complicated that men can't even keep track of them. Men's clothing sizes are so easy you can explain it in a minute. Uh, men's clothing sizes are all based on inches. So if I go into a men's store and I say, I'd like to buy a sport coat, and they say, what size are you? I say, I don't know. They say, how big are you around the chest? I go, 44 inches. And they'll go, well, then you are size 44. <laughs> wow, that's a freaky coincidence, isn't it? That's the system, 44 inches, size 44. Pants, 36 inches around the waist, size 36. Shirt, 1635, 16 inches around the neck, 35 inches down the sleeve, and we're done well less than a minute. <laughs> On the other hand, what size does your wife wear? I don't know, 10 or 11 or 30 or uh, MM or summer, autumn, junior, Mrs. Petite, I've, I don't know, nine or 10, I think 10. I think I heard 10 once, so I'm gonna have to go with 10. All right, 10 what? I don't know, but there's 10 of them in that dress somewhere. I don't know what they are, but you turn that dress inside out, you'll find 10 of those little things in there somewhere. It must be, must be like 10 femimeters or something like that. 10, that sounds right, femimeters, I think that's what that is. 10 lady pieces, 10 units of woman. I don't know what it is, but all I know is a tiny little woman is a two, so I guess she's five times bigger than that, I guess. I don't know. That's, that wouldn't be right, would it? But it would be logical. The only reason I said two was because I found by asking that a lot of men think that a two is the smallest size there is. A lot of men don't know that below a size two, there's a size one, and what they really don't know is that below a size one, there is a zero. zero. Look at the man you're with and watch his face blow off. Just look at that. There is, gentlemen, there's a size zero. A size zero. Men are thinking about their pants going, that would be a skinny guy right there. That would be, would be no waste whatsoever. Zero, not a waste. How do you do that? Zero! It is a dream of some women to be able to walk into a dress shop and say, Hello, I'd like to see something in a nothing. 
I'm not a two, I'm not a one, I'm a none. I am just too tiny for positive numbers. And in their perfect world, they would try on a zero and it's baggy. But there's a size for that because smaller than zero is double zero. Double zero, gentlemen, is smaller than zero. There's zero and then take double that. A lot of guys don't know, so I'm gonna to explain to you the difference between a zero and a double zero. A zero ate a carrot last week. A double zero looks down her nose at the undisciplined pig who ate the carrot last week. A double zero hasn't eaten since the first Bush administration, so that's what we're saying. It's a, a pleasure to be here. My name is Rex Havens. I am from Dallas, Texas, and hello, Provo. How you doing? How are y'all? Yeah. All right, first things first, let's take care of this. I know that I don't look like a comedian. I look like somebody the police are looking for. Tell me I don't. The police are looking for this man. I understand that. I do scare small children. I'm glad you're here. I, uh, I tell you what, I'm glad you decided to come out for a night of laughs. I'm always grateful when people decide that. I think if you have a good sense of humor, it helps if either your mom or your dad was nuts. <laughs> By applause, how many of you grew up in a home where mom was nuts? How about that, where mom was nuts? How about dad was nuts? Dad was nuts, okay. How about both of them should have been put away? How about that? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. In my house, there was mom. I loved her to death, but she said some of the silliest things, things I never heard before or since. Where'd this come from? Spitting image. Where'd that come from? Spitting image. Look at him there. He's the spitting image of him there. I always thought, did anybody ever walk up to somebody and say, you know, you look a lot like Bill. <laughs> You're a dead ringer. <laughs> and she was always working like a dog. Mom was always working like a dog. Oh, I've been working like a dog. Never figured out where that came from. Anybody here got a dog that's a raging workaholic? <laughs> Have I got the only lazy dog left in America? <laughs> Have I got the only dog whose work schedule reads sleep 23 hours, wake, eat, poop, bark, and repeat? <laughs> My dog is so lazy, he has worked out a system where he poops anywhere in the yard he wants to, and I pick it up. <laughs> and I call myself the master. Let me ask you something. If you saw two people walking down the street, one of them took a poop and the other one picked it up, which one would you say is the master? <laughs> I am no master. Mom said those things all the time. Here's one that your mom probably said to you too. Don't you be getting a big head because you're no better than anybody else. Really, mom? Nobody? <laughs> Not anybody? Have you read the paper? There's a lot of scumbags out there. <laughs> Throw me a bone. I don't have to be better than everybody, but I'm pretty sure I'm better than somebody. I can think of a whole Santa's reindeer list worth of people I hope I'm better than. How about Hitler and Stalin and O.J. Simpson and Gacy and Bundy and Dahmer and Nixon, huh? How about them? What do you say? <laughs> But here's the one that always put me over the edge. You've heard this one before, too. If everybody jumped off the bridge, would you jump too? Oh golly, now it's everybody. Everybody, mom, that's a lot of people. That's everybody we know and everybody they know. <sighs> but okay, let's go with your thought. It always seems to me if everybody jumped off the bridge, eventually it wouldn't even be much of a fall. 
right? You know, they just keep jumping, you know. Three, four days, eight, ten million people jump. You can just step off that bridge. Come on, you can jump, get back on, jump again if you want to. What the heck, make an afternoon out of it, you know. I wouldn't go first. For dumb, though, you can't beat getting on the airlines where they tell you in the event of a water landing, the seat can be used as a... Rotation device. Next time they do that, stand up. Say, pardon me, miss, with respect, but if this thing crashes in the water, let's be honest, most of these passengers will be a flotation device. <laughs> I have dibs on a fat guy in row seven. <laughs> a mast in his backside and a blanket for a sail, and eight of us will be heading for shore. Thank you very much. I know it's not kind, but I think it's what MacGyver wants me to do, so, you know, I've got to survive somehow. But the worst is when I sit in the exit row and they ask me if I would be willing to help with the door in the event of an emergency. And I, I know what I want to say. What I want to say is, pardon me, miss, let me understand. We have an $80 million airplane. We have a flight crew with 10,000 hours of professional training. But a very important part, apparently, of your passenger safety program is me. <laughs> well, fear not. This is your lucky day. Because as it happens, I always do things I have never, ever, 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 ever in my life done before, perfectly on the very first try. <laughs> Don't worry that I'll go left when I should go right, or push when I should pull, or jam that thing hopelessly in there sideways. I always perform perfectly first time, every time, and I'm especially good under the pressure of 200 flaming passengers behind me screaming. <laughs> On second thought, we could do a run-through. Yeah. That would be a grand idea. Stuff you wish you understood. How come I don't get credit for good behavior? Why don't you get credit for good behavior? How come the only people who get credit for good behavior are people in prison for bad behavior? That's the way it works, right? If you shoot somebody, we lock you up. And as a society, we start to immediately keep track of your good behavior. It'll be somebody's job, in fact, to keep meticulous track of your good behavior. Three years later, if you haven't shot anybody else, we'll say, good for you! That was amazing, I don't know how you did it. You are the model of self-restraint. We are impressed, keep up the good work. Meanwhile, I have hurt no one and you have hurt no one and we get no credit. I believe everybody should get credit for good behavior. I believe for every 10 years of good behavior, you should be allowed to slap one stupid person. <laughs> I sense the beginning of a movement here tonight, and I, I believe many of you have mentally selected the person already. I think we'd be a lot nicer to each other if there was a chance the person we were talking to was having their 10-year anniversary that day, don't you? Yeah. I've been to Utah many times, and when I come here, I, I'm always a little bit intimidated because a lot of people out here are very into fitness, and I always seem to run into this guy. I seem to run into a guy that seems to be fit. He seems to be into nutrition, fitness, metal, metallurgy, and chemistry, and for some reason, he's dying to share this information with me. I always meet this guy. You ever meet this guy? Hi, my name's Lance. I run a marathon in two hours and 20 minutes. Got a pulse of 38, 1% body fat, cholesterol, two loader measure, life expectancy of 167. How you doing? 
this is my running suit. It's made out of Gore-Tex with a lining of ceruleum oxide, and my shoes are born reinforced strontium with graphite microfiber laces. My glasses are nickel-free titanium. My bicycle is a monocarbonate aluminum alloy with Teflon-lubricated polymer gearing and brakes of halogen trioxide. And my skis, they're a cadmium-ejected subatomic carbon fiber isotope with beryllium tungsten composite edges and bindings of supercooled fluorolithium lucite. And I have to go, that's great, but I just came in for an order. I'd like a Big Mac and fries, if you could, please. And hurry with that kryptonite boy. Thank you very much. Speaking of money, do you ever read the paper and you feel like you're the only person not still being paid in millions of dollars? Doesn't it seem like somebody else just always signed a deal for something, point something million dollars, where the decimal point separates the millions of dollars from the mere hundreds of thousands? Am I the only person who still uses a decimal point to separate dollars from pennies? <laughs> Clayton Kershaw, L.A. Dodgers, makes $40 million a year. Uh, $8,000 a pitch. $8,000 a pitch. Good pitch, bad pitch. That is the least he will make if he doesn't get hurt and plays the whole year. $8,000 every time he throws a ball. $8,000. If you're the owner of the L.A. Dodgers and you would like Clayton Kershaw to intentionally walk a batter, that will cost you $32,000 for four bad pitches. $32,000 because you don't want that guy over there to bat, which is nuts. This is America. For 300 bucks, you could have that guy killed. <laughs> Use your head, save a buck. You know what I'm trying to say. And is it just me? But I think it should be illegal when I'm on the phone with customer service for them to tell me, one, that my call is very important to us, and two, that my wait time is 40 minutes. Those both can't be true. <laughs> Can they? In fact, you know why I know my call is not important to you? Because my wait time is 40 minutes. When I place a call and it's really important, you know how long my wait time is? Zero minutes, no minutes whatsoever. That's how I know my call is important. You'll hang up on somebody else because I'm an important caller. I wish Verizon would just say it like it is. It's an ordinary day, you're an ordinary caller. We got 12 ordinary callers ahead of you, so it's gonna be an ordinary 40 minutes. Thank you very much and have a good day. And let me ask you this, am I the only person nervous checking into a hospital with the word memorial already in the name? Seems a little defeatist to me, doesn't it to you? I don't want to check into Boston Memorial Hospital. Uh, Boston Recovery Hospital sounds pretty good to me. I'm going there, I'm not, I'm not looking for memorial services, I'm looking for health services, thank you very much. Hoping to get better. Flew into Salt Lake City and drove down here. That, on the highway, that's the most mysterious time for me. Trying to keep track of that world around you. How do you keep track of all those car names that are out there? Hundreds of different car names. How am I supposed to keep those all straight? Some cars don't have a name. All they've got is a number. That never made sense to me unless you're trying to get the biggest number. I'll give an example. Mazda's got a 2. They've got a 3. They've got a 5. They've got a 6. Oldsmobile had an 88 and a 98. Chrysler's got a 200 and a 300. Mazda had a 323. Ford had a 500. Mazda had a 626 and a 929. Pontiac had a 1000. Audi's got a 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. Pontiac had a 6,000. Saab had a 9,000. Nissan just said to heck with it. Now they make an infinity. <laughs> <laughs> Top that. Chrysler Mitsubishi's little nuts. They got a vision, an eclipse, and a mirage. A vision, which is really something to look at. An eclipse, that's something you shouldn't look at. Mirage, something you're not even really looking at. 
Is that your car? I think so, but I've been fooled before. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little nervous about that. They have cars named for the heart of the big city all the way on out to the sticks. For the inner city, metro, a little further out. Suburban, further out still, town car. One that can't decide, town and country. Further out, they got the villager. Beyond that, they got the forester. Beyond the forest, they got the frontier. Beyond the frontier, the Yukon, the Denali, the tundra, and the outback. And way the heck out there, Mercury and Saturn. Plymouth made a reliant, I had one, they call it that because it made you reliant on public transportation, by golly. Can the cars do what their names sound like they can do? And if they can, I guess they can do a lot of different things. Get one that does what you need doing. If you're going someplace and there are no roads, get a Pathfinder or a Trailblazer. If nobody's ever been there before, you'll need a Discovery or an Explorer. If you're a little bit lonely, get yourself an Escort. Yeah. Or maybe an Amigo or a sidekick. You know, shop around, shop around a little bit. Get the car based on the kind of trip you want to take. You want to take a short trip, get a Sprint. Get a longer trip, a journey. A hopeful trip, get a quest. A long, hard trip, an expedition or an excursion. And if you want to stay away for years, get an Odyssey. Get the car based on how you're feeling, you know what I'm saying? Your mood at the time. If you want to be daring, get a venture or an intrepid. If you want to be a gentleman, get a gallant. If you want to go overseas, pick up a passport. If you can't concentrate, get a focus! Shut up, I got a focus over here. If you have a large protruding navel, get an Audi. You know, come on. If you like to stay in shape, get a fit. If you've sort of let it slide, get an avalanche. If you got a score to settle, get an Avenger. If your batteries are low, pick up a charger. And if you're in a horrible marriage, you might think about an escape. So All right, well, I guess that last line brought us to men and women. And I think that might have been why they were kind enough to invite me. I guess men and women is sort of my thing a little bit. Uh, if you know me at all before tonight, it might be for the book and CD, which are called Everything I Needed to Know I Learned from My Wife. And uh, I'm glad so many women are here tonight. I could, if I could, I would like to speak first to the women. I can only speak as a man. It is the handicap I was born with. But I say this to the women, and I say it in the spirit of harmony and love and respect and all good things, and I think I speak for some men in the world when I say to you, honest to goodness, we've tried. <laughs> Fellas, haven't we tried? Have we tried? Have we tried? We've, my goodness, yes. We have tried to understand you as best we can with our tiny, underdeveloped little brains. But every time in my life that I thought maybe I understood one tiny little bitty truth about you women, I think you call a meeting, you take a vote, you change the rule. You don't tell the man in your life because that would take the sport right out of it. You leave it up to him to figure it out for himself individually if he can. Sometimes he does, more often he does not. The game goes on. I only know two things about men and women that are always true. My whole dumb life, there's only two things that have always been there for me. Always constant. Number one, I'm a man. Number two, I'm sorry. 
see the married men going, hey, that's my life, brother. I'll tell you that right now. Because I have bad news. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. News for the men of America, the battle of the sexes. I'm very sorry. It's over. <laughs> we lost. <laughs> Look at the women. They're going, one of them finally gets it. <laughs> now we're going to have to call a meeting. <laughs> now we're having some fun, but if anybody honestly believes it's a man's world, good for you. Is, uh, how many of you are married? Applaud if you're married, if you don't mind. Applaud if you're married. <laughs> Applaud if you are. Applaud if you're single. Single people make some noise. Okay. I don't know why. Single people are always a little more enthusiastic about that. I don't know why that is. They yell and scream, hot dog. Who's engaged? Who's engaged? I know somebody's engaged. Who's going to be in? Is, is that right? You guys, you guys, guys going to happen? Going to happen right over there? I, well, when's it going to happen? October 27th. Oh, come, four weeks. Five weeks. Yeah. Congratulations. What's your What's your first name? Tyler. Tyler and. Tyler and Alyssa, do you wish Tyler and Alyssa well? Do you wish them well? All the, all the more power to you. Alyssa, how many bridesmaids will you have? Four. Four bridesmaids, good for you. 150 guests, 200, something like that? Yeah, good for you, good for you. Happy, happy for you? I will tell you this, if anybody honestly believes it's a man's world, cling to those beliefs, but you do owe it to yourself to have a wedding. On the wedding day, that's when Tyler is going to find out what a very tiny piece of that day's puzzle he is. And I just want to save you from making a normal groom mistake because so many grooms go into their wedding day thinking, wow, look at all this stuff, this beautiful hall, this beautiful church. I'm half of the happy couple today. Must be a little bit about me. No. Not your day, Tyler. Alyssa's day, not your day. She doesn't even really want you there. She may love you, but she would get married without you if she could. <laughs> if she could have that beautiful ceremony and just leave you at home on the lazy boy, she would do it every time. Because we're men, Tyler, and that means to our wives, we are an accident waiting to happen. You are not going to get to make any big decisions about the day. Colors, fabrics, flowers, nothing. She'd like to let you, but you're too stupid. <laughs> And I have no problem with that. I think the average woman probably does have a better sense of the artistic than the average man, don't you think? I got married, I found out my wife Sarah wanted us to have checks for the checkbook that were, get this, pretty. I'm a man, I just wanted checks that would clear. 
Sarah told me we were gonna divide the checkbook. Turns out I got the deposit slips. It's her day, Tyler, it's not your day. Now don't give up hope. When it comes to the marriage, you might do fine. You might do great, but not on the wedding day. Her day, not your day. Understand it, know it going in. All will go better for you, my son. Everything will be about Alyssa. Her dress, her gown, thousands of dollars. Gorgeous, beautiful thing. Absolutely unbelievable. Thousands of dollars spent on this thing. Five separate fittings after the ceremony. Alyssa's dress will be carefully clean pressed, folded, sealed, wrapped in plastic, saved and preserved as an altar and shrine for life. Tyler's clothing will be rented. and must be back to the shop on Monday because another man needs it next weekend. Don't let it bother you, Tyler, that 500 other men got married in your suit. You're still special. 50 years from now, Alyssa, if she wants to, could hold out that beautiful wedding gown with a tear in her eye and say, I got married in that. If Tyler can do that, he'll be holding underwear. <laughs> That's the only thing you own that day that you can keep. So I say make it special, Tyler. After the ceremony, don't forget, take the underwear home. Put it up on the wall in a glass case. 30 years from now, give it to your son to get married in. and say, someday you're gonna fill those out and make me proud, boy. <laughs> the ring, you're supposed to spend three months income on the woman's ring. You know who says so? The American Diamond Association, what a shock. I spent three months income on my wife's ring. She was still not happy. I picked June, July, and August from the summer I turned 13. <laughs> it was a wet summer, I mowed a lot of grass that year. I think that ought to count. Woman's ring is an incredible thing, thousands of dollars. This is a man's ring, 82.50. Most stores throw this in when you buy hers. It's like they're going, hey, Tyler, no, we cheated you on that rock pretty bad. What do you say that piece of dirt's on the house? How about that? Just take six or seven. We got a bucket right here. Go right ahead, reach in there. We use them for packing peanuts. They don't cost anything. Go right ahead, help yourself. Cause you know this one, diamonds are a girl's. Man's best friend's a dog. <laughs> Who thought that up? Women thought that up. <laughs> Who else would have thought that up? Woman's best friend is one of the rarest things on earth. Man's best friend is so plentiful we neuter him cause we don't want more. <laughs> oh, Alyssa, your entrance into the church will be grand. Everyone will stand, everyone will turn, and we can't wait to see how beautiful you're going to be as you come down the aisle, but you can't come out yet. You have four bridesmaids to send out. Somebody in the crowd, always a man, is confused when the first person he sees is not who he expects. The man's standing there going, honey, that's not Alyssa. I know that's not Alyssa. Are we in the right church? Are you sure? 
That is not Alyssa. I know what, uh, and that's not her either. What? Oh, false alarm. Sample women first. Okay, sample. Sample women. Okay. Bride appetizers. Okay. All right. All right. Get them on down here. Boom. There they come. There they come. There they come. Finally, you emerge. Beautiful. You're going to be such a beautiful bride. Beautiful, radiant, like the breaking dawn. I hope it's perfect. I hope you remember it always. Tyler, your entrance is different. Preacher will explain that to you the night before. Yeah, Tyler, my son, now if you come over here. Tomorrow, we'd like you to come through the alley door over here, please, if you could. We'd like you to come in at no particular time when nobody cares. That's how we do it here. If you just drag yourself to the center here and don't attract attention to yourself. No, don't attract. If you do it right, everybody will swing around and go, where the heck did he come from? I didn't even see that. He came in quiet, didn't he? Oh, they're going to ask your family. Who gives this beautiful woman to be married to this man? It's almost like you're a precious asset. The family has to think about it. Sweetheart, the Reverend wants to know if we're going to keep her or give her the dipstick over there. What do you think? What else should we do? I never liked him myself, but uh, we've got all these people here, I guess. Uh, okay. All right. Tyler's family will not be consulted. It is presumed they are delighted anyone wants him in the first place. Have him? Of course you can have him. We've been waiting for years. Get rid of that kid. Get rid of him. I don't want to make any man mad by saying this, but if I could press a button and be a woman for a year, I would do it just because I would love to understand the friendship level that two girlfriends have for each other. I believe, on the, on the whole, that it is greater and deeper than any two men could ever understand. I only say this because I've seen a woman ask another woman to be in her wedding. And fellas, if you have never seen this, Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You have never seen excitement. <laughs> There is nothing like it! The magic moment when a woman looks deep into the eyes of her good friend. Wait, 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 you don't believe it, you don't believe it, are you ready, are you ready, are you ready, are you ready, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, are you ready, are you ready? I want you to be at the wedding! And the friend wets herself, am I right or wrong, am I right or wrong? 
right mind would not want to be in on that. It's celebrating. By definition, celebrating is fun. Everybody enjoys celebrating. It must be great to have another reason to run and jump and kiss and hug for the honor of spending $500 on the ugliest dress you've ever seen in your entire life. Three or four shower gifts this wedding will cost each of these women a grand, but they don't care because you're Alyssa and they love you. Not the same for Tyler. Tyler walks into work on Monday and hey, Fred, uh, I hate to do this, I hate to do this, but uh, I got 11 spots to fill and uh, no, they had a meeting, that's all I know. They had a meeting, I just got the word, it's 11. And I just did the paperwork and it turns out you're my 11th best friend. Huh? I'm Tyler from accounting. I thought you recognized me when I came in there, but we played softball that one time seven years ago and uh, you're 11. Anyway, we're gonna get married in October and I need you to stand up with me. Doggone it, Tyler, that's 90 bucks. Oh, man. Oh, the tux rental is a killer. Don't you have a paper boy or a cousin? Somebody from grade school. Oh, my God. All I know about you, Tyler, is you have an honest face and you have a good face. And I think you want to be a good husband. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you seven things that a husband needs to learn to say once in a while. Not all the time. Don't be a pushover. But if you want somebody to stick with you through thick and thin for 40, 50, 60 years, there are things you need to say. There are seven things women need to learn to say, too, but we're, tonight we're going to talk about the seven that men need to learn to say. You're going to mess up sometimes. You're going to need to repair the damage. Women, if there's any truth to any of these, support me so poor Tyler learns, okay? <laughs> are you ready? Number one. Honey! Oh, golly, you were right. I was wrong. <laughs> Number two. I'm sorry, and that won't happen again. Number three, how could I be so stupid? <laughs> Number four, I don't deserve you, sweetheart. <laughs> Number five, I would marry you all over again. <laughs> Number six, no, you're much prettier than she is. <laughs> Number seven, no, if anything, the dress makes your hips look too small. <laughs> you should eat something, honey, you're about to blow away. I don't even know. I don't know how your britches even stay up. Tyler, I learned that last one the hard way. I love my wife, Sarah, to death. I have no idea, honestly, why such a quality woman would stay with me for 10 minutes. I will keep her as long as she is misguided enough to stay. <laughs> but I came home one day and she ambushed me with the question and I did not have time to, uh, what's the word for that, think. <laughs> and she said, will you still love me when I'm fat and sassy? And I said, you're not thinking of turning sassy on me, are you? <laughs> I agree, bad answer, bad answer. <laughs> but I hope you listen to yourself on that one. I hope you listen to your response on that one. You can learn a lot about men and women by how you react to that joke. Let's be honest, that was a man's joke. That was a man's joke. But as I looked around the room, there was only two men dumb enough to actually laugh out loud at that joke. <laughs> Even the men were going, oh, that was suicide, man. That was absolute suicide. What is the matter with you? And all the booing and the disapproval was coming from the women, and I just want to say, from my heart, I love you for that. 
feel good about yourselves for that. It makes you better than most men. You cared about my wife and you've never even met her, but it didn't matter to you. You sensed that a sister had been wounded. And you circled the wagons and you said, kill him, kill him. Take him out behind the shed and kill him. Feel good about yourselves for that. It makes you, it elevates you. It makes you better than most men. You cared about another woman you had never met. Does a man care about another man he's never met? Not usually. You ought to see the horrible things we do to our best friends. Men do horrible things to our best friends, drawing things on them and magic markers and stuff and sticking fruit in their face and just doing all kinds of awful things to their friends in the name of love. I love you, fella. We do horrible things to each other that women would never do to their friends. You cared about Sarah. Don't worry about her. She's a very strong woman, very strong. She can take care of herself. She always tells everybody that way back the moment when she first agreed to marry me, she suddenly looked down and realized that her hands were all skinned up because that's what happens when you scrape the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> you guys have been so awesome. We're going to have to wrap up here pretty soon, but I can't thank you enough for the kindness of your, of your wonderful laughter. And uh, uh, before we go, just very quickly, what have I learned in my silly trips around the sun about men and women? Well, there are a number of studies out there which say that we are motivated by different things. They say, they say, on average, that men are motivated by practicality and efficiency. And we certainly hear that criticism all the time, that the only thing that matters to you is something that's practical and efficient. Well, in a lot of homes, it's our job to get things done. So yeah, I think we do gravitate toward pra practical things that help us get the job done. And then we're really concerned about that and give us more free time. That's a good thing. But they also say for women that they appreciate practicality, but slightly higher for many women are things of beauty, things that lift the spirit, things that feed the soul. That is the only distinction I've ever been able to come up with to explain why possibly today there are still candle stores. <laughs> There's not a man here who understands why there are still candle stores. Why can you still buy a single candle? They have been surpassed. There are better inventions out there to do those things. Modern light bulb has the light of a thousand candles. A modern furnace has the heat of a million candles. To a man's mind, with efficiency like that available, why would you ever want one at a time? But women have patiently explained to me many times that they value the beauty, the aroma, the atmosphere, the aura, some say even the soul of a single burning candle. And that's why candle stores still exist and that is my wife's place at the mall. My place is the bench outside the mall where I sit with all the other men sitting there like a dog that's been left at the kennel looking at the horizon waiting for my owner to come back. She said to sit right here. She told me sit right here. And she said she would be back. And and she'll be back pretty soon, and we'll get ice cream. We will. We'll get ice cream. And she'll be back. I know she will. Yeah. So I think maybe there's something to that. I think maybe there's a little something to the notion that men are driven by efficiency and women are driven by beauty. And you don't have to look any further to see these two competing ideas living side by side than your standard everyday bath towel. This is a bath towel, and it's also men and women living together because this has a male part and it has a female part. The male part obviously is a terry cloth part because that is efficient. 
It is thirsty, it's absorbent, it sucks up the water, and you can dry yourself with that part of the towel. And that, ladies, drying ourselves, is what that foolish man in your life thought we bought the towel to do. But for some reason, there's this part, the silly part, silly part. You got to admit, ladies, even no matter how pretty this is, this is useless to the purpose of a towel. Because this little decorative strip is hard, it is flat, it is matted. But most of all, and worst of all, it repels water! This is part of a towel! This is 20% of a towel! and it repels water. You lie this towel down flat on a table, pour water on it, it will beat up on this part of the towel. If the whole towel was made out of this, it wouldn't be a towel, it would be a placemat. You like to dry yourself with a stiff placemat? And far from being innocent, this part can hurt. You can skin yourself on this part of the towel. So gentlemen, next time you're drying off with the family linens and this nasty, awful, raspy piece of sandpaper snags you in a sensitive area, try to think of it as a friendly little hello from your wife. <laughs> Offered in the name of art and for the sake of beauty. <laughs> gentlemen, we could, if we wanted to. We could try to mount a campaign and get rid of the decorative towel strip. We could use logic and reason on the women in our lives and try to rid the world of this awful little demon. I fought hard with the women in my life when I was very unbelievably totally young. I was naive, I was idealistic, but mostly I was fatally young. I was a young man once, it didn't work out. But I fought hard with the women in my life. I fought hard with my own wife, at least I thought I did. But in the end I had to admit that I seldom won her over to my way of thinking. She is a formidable opponent, as are most in her sisterhood. So I would say to you gentlemen only that women are the reason for many, many fine things in the world and I would ask you to find it in your heart to appreciate and even love what women bring to the table. For women are the reason for pumps and clogs and flats and slings and periwinkle and seafoam and size zero and candle stores and decorative linens. And women are the reason for a million and one other greater and even lesser things, but all of which we must admit add texture, interest, beauty, mystery, and yes, even magic to the fabric of life. So gentlemen, when you're tempted to take these women on and challenge the feminine influences in the world, by all means do what's in your heart, but my advice, use your head, save a lot of time. <laughs> Add literally years to your life and about nine out of ten times, be a very wise man, <laughs> throw in the towel. <laughs> but I know you won't. I know you won't, and I know men won't, and that's not in the nature of any of us to give up. As long as we fight this fight with humor and a, spar and a sparkle in our eye, and we do it in, in, in good sportsmanship and with good feelings toward each other, always with respect, then keep up the good fight. I will tell you this, Tyler, it's all about communication. With my wife and I, sometimes I can go by what she says, other times I need to read between the lines. Recently I was in the kitchen, and Sarah came up behind me, and she grabbed me by the seat of the pants. And I thought, that's gotta be a good thing. <laughs> Turned out she was just drying her hands. <laughs> Folks, when's the best time to laugh? Anytime you can. God bless. Thank you very much. I had a ball being here. You guys were sent straight from heaven. Thank you so much.
If you love what you heard today, don't keep it to yourself. Share this episode with friends and family and let's spread the laughter. Don't forget to check out the show notes for more information on today's guests and special offers just for our listeners. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be back soon with even more laughs. Join the fucking funny community today.